You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, growing our careers, and and not losing our shit. (laughs) Okay, another day, another podcast. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, some of you may be listening on iTunes now because Megan got us on iTunes. We're pretty excited about it. So if you're still listening on Podbean, just so you know, you also have the option to look us up on iTunes. And please, while you're doing that, go ahead and just give us a rating and a review. We would love to hear your guys' feedback about how you like the show so far. If there's anything you want us to improve on, or if you just enjoy what we're doing, we'd love to hear it. So... Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. I haven't seen you since our last <laughs> podcast. I know. Life is crazy. Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. What did I do? Sorry, you caught me sipping my wine. Um, my weekend was good. My sister and her boyfriend came to visit, and we went to Vancouver to the... Everyone was making fun of me because I kept saying botanical gardens. <laughs> I guess it's botanical. Botanical. Botanical gardens to see. They have like this amazing like light display. And it was honestly more for us than Nora. But um, she really liked it too when she was awake. So yeah, it was really fun. And then I don't really remember what we did on Sunday. It feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> <laughs> How was yours? Nice. It was good. We... Um, yeah, it's a blur, but we did go do pictures with Santa. Nice. So we go to Jaeger Sporting Goods, just this little mom and pop um, shop in town that my husband and his sister have worked out before when they were kids. So um, it was fun. It's nice to have the same Santa every year in our pictures. It's really cute. It's put on by, I think, the Lions Club. So it's just by donation. But um, we, my sister-in-law and her husband and their two kids came and my in-laws and we all you know got dressed up i mean i got dressed up like you looked really really cute cute. thank you like really cute over the knee boots and all ready for it i coordinated all of us i was like this is gonna be our picture for the christmas card and i'm like giving my kids the you know pep talk and then we get to jaeger's and michael like (laughs) takes one look at santa and no was not having it (laughs) bawling so Piper and I are up there. Piper sat in his lap and talked to him. Aww. And like I got a video of them having a really cute conversation. And he asked her what she wanted for Christmas. And she she kind of choked. And she was like, uh, reindeer. And I was <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> that was not on your list, kid. But we got some cute happen. pictures. And then my husband, you know, uh, kind of like to the side, leaned in holding Michael, so we have some cute pictures of the back of his head, but the rest of us look adorable. His, his profile. <laughs> and yeah. his outfit. He does out a little bit, but yeah, it was fun. It was uh, not, you know, it's never quite the Hallmark photo card that you hope for, especially as the kids get older. Like, I thought that it would get easier, but now they don't want their picture taken, so I have yet to do Christmas cards because I can't find a decent photo. I Like, do you have to do Christmas cards? Because I'm like, okay, it's Nora's first Christmas. I should definitely do a Christmas card, and... We have, like, so many photos. I'm like, do I use her newborn photos? Do I use a family photo? And I'm I'm just like, you know what? I'm running out of time. I'm not going to do a Christmas card no. this year. And I hope that my friends and family understand because I have a newborn and it's... Yeah. I really have time. But I'm just going to use that as an excuse. No, that's totally fair. I... I don't even... I think I did them, but my kids were born earlier in the mm-hmm. year, so I had more time. But I'll, I don't know. I just have always wanted to be, like, 
that mom I know. that like sends Christmas too. cards and thank you cards. Yeah. I like really want to be that. And now <laughs> I like I think I did it two years for birthdays and then now I'm like I went to a birthday party of my friend and at um or her daughter. She put the thank you card in the goodie bag oh, with the picture. Smart. So I did that I think at to I don't know one of the kids yeah, I remember recently that. I was like that's so smart because then they still get a cute thank you mm-hmm. it's not as personal like it's not but handwritten still. but who has time for that well, I think just the fact that you say thank you exactly is so and why can't you just say thank you over the phone or through a text or in person because I don't know about you but what do you do with the thank you cards that people give you oh this is so cute unless it has a photo on it if it's just handwritten yeah it gets recycled exactly even if it has a photo on it it's on my fridge for a few months until I get the next thank you card or Christmas card or whatever and so I don't know I mean I'm pretty sure everyone does that so that's just a lot of stress and time and money for like like can't we just say thank you I think that's fair (laughs) I think you're totally off the Not to go on a rant here, but so everyone listening, Megan's saying Merry Christmas. Merry well, Christmas. I Happy don't think New I'm Year. Out either, so. Merry Christmas <laughs> from both of us. <laughs> Thank you for everything. Just a general greeting. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Well, we should talk about some of our mom moments because I feel like big things have been happening. Yes. So do you want to go ahead and go first? Sure. I I'm having a really good mom week, which must be because my husband's home and it just helps so much having help. Like when he works, I'm completely by myself with them for 14 hour days and it's exhausting. So they listen to him better, of course, because I'm just a total pushover. Um, so I feel like they're, they've just been behaving really well. We had a really fun weekend, you know, with Santa pictures and making them cry in public and, (laughs) and yeah, um, but they're they were both sick so they're getting better but the big biggest thing has been at dinner time so this is like a couple moments but um they were trying to branch out and have them try more vegetables and like more variety of foods so tonight i'll just use tonight uh piper loves avocado now which she ate as a baby but she refused to eat for years and she tried it she's like oh now i like avocado i want avocado every meal and she sits down like eats a whole half avocado i'm like that is amazing the best thing she likes so that she sat down and um yeah like ate her half an avocado tried uh, what did she try she tried eggs last night we had breakfast for dinner she tried eggs which she just always has refused to eat weird which I is love weird. i think she's i know i'm like this is like the most bland yeah e- or like easy food like with cheese on it or whatever but she tried them finally and she was like oh oh i actually i like those now and so tonight she asked for eggs ate wow. her avocado michael ate avocado even though he doesn't love it but yeah. there was no the big thing is there was no whining no whining or crying that's awesome and it used to be they would like cry and then try it and gag and make themselves puke well didn't like, piper oh. have a meltdown once over peas like a legitimate peas, meltdown yeah, peas <laughs> oh and even corn like corn with butter and salt on yeah. it like come on Not you guys don't know what you're missing <laughs> yeah oh yeah it used to be such a huge fight and so i always swore to myself before kids because there's so many of those that i would never make them special meals and of course i just found myself doing it because it's so much easier than going through like an actual battle at dinner time so tonight i made the same dinner for all four of us everyone ate they ate i made bagels with um you do cream cheese and 
and avocado and bacon on it, which wow. my in-laws make, and I love it, and it's so good. And so I made four, like, four full bagels, and they ate almost their entire bagel, ate all the avocado, ate bacon, and I think, I think they were having fruit or something when I left. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. though. I'm That's like, huge. I made one meal for everyone, and we're sitting and eating it together. This is... It's, like, amazing. It's yeah. such a huge milestone for us, so I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Well, you. cheers. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's great. Um, I love it. My mom moment is a big deal, I think. Um, awkward transition there, sorry. But we, it's kind of, like, weird for me to talk about still, but we moved Nora into her own room, Um not this last Friday, but the Friday before we waited for the weekend because I assumed that it was going to go terribly and my husband would be home to help if it did and it didn't. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. So the reason why we moved her is because she was sleeping in her bassinet right next to our bed and she was, she's four months old now. So I don't know if she's like, her sleep cycles are changing. Like they say they do at four months and they, you know, they wake more throughout the night, more like an adult schedule, but she was stirring so much like before she would sleep through anything. But now it was like, if I, when I would come up into the room, she'd wake a little bit. And if my husband would come up later, she'd wake a little bit or the dog shaking his collar or the cat meowing. She never would fully wake up. But she would, you know, really start to stir around and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to wake up. And, you know, it was just so stressful for all of us. And um, she just, I don't think she was getting very good sleep. And I didn't realize that I wasn't getting sleep. Like she's been, knock on wood, sleeping through the night since she was six weeks old, which I don't know if she's Ridiculous like a unicorn lucky. baby. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. But I still felt so tired all the time and mm. I didn't know why and... It's because I was not sleeping because every little sound she would make, I was awake. Mm -hmm. And anyway, I had a really hard time with this move. And I feel like it was the first time where I didn't make the decision. Mm -hmm. She made the decision. Like, she was ready. And, you know, my husband kind of gently pushed us into it. The big deciding factor, though, was that she, I think, outgrew her bassinet. She was turning her body completely opposite direction. And it's um, a halo bassinet, if anybody knows what that is. One of the sides pushes down, so it's easier to reach in and take them out. She was getting her legs on the side that lowers. So, I mean, with my anxiety, I'm like, she's she could fall out. If she, you know, got her butt on there, she could definitely fall out. And so, we took the jump... Um, you guys know by now that I'm like anxious, call the nurse about everything. Well, of course I did because, you know, they say 12 months that they should sleep in the room with you six months at least to prevent SIDS. And I'm just freaking out. Like she's going to move into her room and she's SIDS is going to happen. And I had to remind myself that wasn't true. And you know, the nurses walked me through it. Um, but also she has one time rolled from her back to her belly and she was still swaddled. And so I was not comfortable moving her if she could roll and I wasn't right next to her. So we had to move her to her room and unswaddle her all on the same night. And I went to bed that night thinking, I'm not going to get any sleep. She's going to be awake all night. This is two huge things. And I tell you what, the little girl woke up at one o'clock in the morning and sat there. I watched her on the monitor. She sat there in her bed going, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah, wiggling all around for an hour and a half, never cried, and went right back to sleep. And she slept until 8 o'clock the next morning. 
And ever since, she's been sleeping from 7 p.m. till 8 the next morning. She's like, my own space. Yeah. I love it. I can sleep now. Aww. I'm doing better now, too. I'm finally starting. Like, at first, I was just, like, basically watching the monitor the entire night. And so, it's been huge for the whole family. We're all sleeping better. And I can. I never thought that I would move her away from me that soon because she's you know between being pregnant and then her being in the world next to me like we've been sleeping together for over a year yeah and I mean just I just felt so sad and I still feel sad about it but like also so happy because it's what she needed yeah that's big especially being able to see the results from that in her in such a positive way she yeah she was ready yeah that's good and now we don't have to transition her out of the swaddle because she just figured that out too. I don't know. Like, I we, I can never have another kid. No, I just no. can't. Like, <laughs> no, quit while you're ahead. Yeah, no, I and you know I'm. I would love for you to have twenty babies, but yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's gonna be hard to beat. She is like the most perfect thing I've ever She's heard. Of. I like legit got goosebumps listening to that story. <laughs> it went so like I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah, that went really you. well. That could have gone really bad. Oh yeah. Oh, Sorry. that's awesome great mom moment so we got um we received a message from one of our listeners hi kaylin uh with some feedback about the show and she had mentioned that um she was hoping to have us do an episode about goal setting so we thought that that was really great to focus on this week because we had some goals to work on um for our show and in our personal lives so we figured we'd you know go through that process with you guys and share kind of our methods on um, setting and meeting some goals. Yeah, so we have a little breakdown for you guys, Um, a little fun activity, if you will. Um, And this is just some of the tips that we've learned throughout our, you know, careers and different avenues on how to really sit down and set some goals. We talked a little bit about goal setting last week. We just very briefly touched on it. So we thought today we would kind of go a little bit deeper into it. So I have a really great tool that my um, company actually shared with me last year when we were doing our business planning, and that I'd like to share just a little bit of, a little bit of it with you guys because this is what I've used ever since to set my goals. And you can use it for both business or personal. So grab a piece of paper if you want, grab a pen, or just you know you can listen and replay later, and we'll give you some info. So the first thing to do is to write down where you see yourself one year from now with as much detail as possible. So, you know, if you can just look at the grand scheme of how your life's going right now and where you'd like to see it a year from now, what would you like to be different? Anything you want to improve on? You want things to stay the same? Just jot it all down. Next, why do you want to be there? Or want to achieve those things? Who will benefit when you reach those dreams? Are you working for your family? Are you working, making these goals just for yourself? Who's really going to feel these things the most when you make these goals happen? What needs to happen to reach that vision? So this is where you can do kind of a more detailed list like we talked about last time. Break it down, each little part of that goal and that vision. What do you need to do? And then finally, defining a few actions, utilizing the strengths that will get you to your goal. 
identify deadlines for each action item, and put reminders in your phone calendar. I, re I really like those. Um, I know I personally use my phone for everything. So if I have a goal, um, I like to sit and write everything on paper. I'm just a very visual person, so I have it in my you know notebook. I have it. I have a little memo app on the front, like my homepage on my phone. So I have to look at my goals everywhere I go on my whiteboard in my kitchen. I'm gonna be reminded that there's something that I want or need to accomplish. So that repetitive visualization helps me a lot. And um, and if I'm not remotely working on that thing, then I kind of makes me feel bad <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, not very successful that I know that I need to do it. Um, yeah. So that helps a lot. And even I've gone so far as to set alarms in my phone. So say, you know, say it's working out. Like I want to make time every day to work out. Let's set your alarm for, you know, the same time every day. If you're not a morning person, do it whenever. But, um, just so you get into that repetition. And the biggest thing I have found in this whole like goal setting, you know, world, whatever, um, since having kids is that the most important thing to start is having a, just a daily routine. That's just the foundation for your success in any aspect of life or, you know, your career or personal life. But, um, I mean, a lot of people, you know, starting even with babies, you kind of find yourself getting into a routine, but, I like to really stick to that. And now that I have a kid in school, that kind of, you know, sets our routine for us, but I have loved it. So I know every morning we're going to get up and have breakfast and, you know, get ready, take Piper to school. And then the rest of my day, you know, is kind of planned out. And, it, you know, you always have days where things kind of go a little askew. But, you know, if there's something like I still have a kid at home that naps. So every day during nap time is a great time for me to schedule some time for myself to sit down and work towards whatever my goal happens to be. Um, or, you know, at night when they go to sleep or just whenever get, get into that routine and know when you have time to accomplish these things so that there's a better chance of success. Yeah. And to go even a step further with the routine, write down your daily schedule. So, you know, you can break it down from the time that you wake up. Let's say you wake up at 7 a.m., break it down even by the hour until the time you go to bed. And what I've found is even if you schedule in like me time, write it down, or this is when I have dinner with my husband, write it down, coffee dates with your friends, any, any little thing, whether it's, you know, business stuff, responsibilities or fun, writing it into your daily routine and your schedule is going to help you stay a little bit more accountable and actually do what you need to do and what you want to do. Um, and we talked last week about, you know, getting things out of your mind and writing them down and brain dumping them. And so, you know, this is essentially the same thing, but with your schedule so that you can kind of keep your own self accountable a little bit. Yeah. And um, I really liked breaking it down into smaller steps. So, I mean, say you have sales goals um, and you're, you know, relying on clients like, how are you going to get there? What are the steps that you need to do every day to get you to where you're going to be? I, I really, I get overwhelmed easily having huge, um, 
goals or responsibilities like kind of dangling over my head so breaking it down making it more manageable Mm -hmm. really helps and um accountability so this is something that works for me because i'm such a people pleaser that i mean i let myself down all the time and i'm you know i don't care as much as if i told someone that i'm going to be doing something or i get on social media and say hey i'm going to be doing this and this that's you guys are going to hold us accountable like i my husband Megan you know if I have someone to check in with me to see if I'm getting things done I'm going to be a lot more productive and successful reaching those things yeah definitely use the people in your life I mean even you know if you just say hey can you be my accountability partner or if you want somebody who's a little less you know close to home you can go on Facebook or Instagram. There's all kinds of ways that you can reach out and just find somebody like in a similar group as you or something like that to be your accountability partner. People love to do that to help each other out. And like Mickey said, you know, I'm not sure how many of you saw my story the other day, but you know, on Instagram, I started this bikini body guide and you know, do you guys mind if I post fitness posts to keep me accountable? Like telling hundreds of people that I'm going to be doing something is going to make it so that I'm going to actually do it. At least, you know, that's the idea behind it. Yeah, it takes a little yeah. practice, but um, yeah, th- that really, really helps. Um, and then Mickey was talking a little bit about breaking things down too. Um, I just wanted to touch for, you know, on the business side, if you have a dollar goal or if you have a customer goal, break those down, find your customer sources. So I meet 20 customers from the coffee shop. I meet 50 customers on social media. When you really sit down and look at where your customer sources are coming from, then you have an easier way to get a realistic idea of what your money number is going to look like. And then those will kind of mesh into each other. So having that all out on paper basically is going to be your starting point, just defining those goals. That's great. And then I... One thing that I really works for me is rewarding yourself. So when you do meet some of those smaller goals, like as you go, it's nice to do, you know, reward yourself. Get even if it's something like for work, like, ooh, I got a new notebook to keep track of my clients in or whatever. Something to acknowledge what you've done so far and to kind of keep you wanting to do more. Yeah. And don't be afraid to brag. Honestly. If you've done something that's awesome. Tell everyone, tell the world, get on your social media, shout it out. There's so much pressure, I feel like, about people achieving things and not wanting to brag about it. Just because you do something great doesn't mean that you have to keep it to yourself. And that feedback you're going to get from your friends and family and see that people are actually supporting you is going to make you want to go out and, and meet that next goal. So don't be, don't be shy about it. You know, you did it. So be proud. I like that. You um, you mentioned about the fitness thing. I love when my friends post fitness things. One, it's motivating to see everyone getting in shape when I'm sitting on the couch. But <laughs> but to see people, you know, sharing what they... It's a lot of work to get, you know, your body in shape or lose weight or get stronger, whatever your goals might be. It's, I think it's it's awesome to share those so that other people can, you know, congratulate you and build you up. And that just gives you, you know, more and more motivation to stick with it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and so just to wrap up our little segment here on goals, um, I have a quote that I really like from Gary Vaynerchuk. If you guys don't follow him on Instagram, you definitely should. He's very aggressively motivating. But it says, ideas are shit. Execution is everything. So I'll leave you guys <laughs> with that. <laughs> Let's go do it. <laughs> All right. Well, on a lighter note, we've gotten to our spill the wine segment. And I am so excited because I have a really, really funny story that I want to share yes, with you guys. And she told me that she has this funny story, but she's not telling me until this podcast. So I'm, I'm like dying to hear what it is. <laughs> so <clears throat> as some of you may know, um, I play roller derby in my, you know, free time, which I actually make time for that. So I play roller derby and I went to practice this week and, um, I will say my body, you know, has gone through some changes since having kids, uh, especially having two kids, you know, only a year and a half apart has caused some, some changes physiologically, like in my bladder. So we were doing a drill where you run up and try to get around the person in front of you. And you were wearing roller skates. So I skate up to this girl and she sticks her butt out. Perfect execution. And I run into her like full speed. But I hit her right on my bladder. <laughs> like right. Just right butt into the bladder. And oh. I totally peed my pants. <laughs> and it was like, I mean... You like when you're pregnant, at least me, like you sneeze and you pee a little, yeah, whatever. Classic, like you kind yeah. of get used to that. No, this was like a couple seconds longer, enough where I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, and I stopped and I was like, I just peed my pants. She's like, you hey. said it? Oh yeah, I said, I was like, uh, I think I'm okay. No, I think I'm okay. I was like, oh no, I'm good. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna go. I gotta go. I didn't leave. I was, I was okay, but like enough where I was like, no, that actually felt. <laughs> like pee not just like oops a drop like actual oh uh, it was so embarrassing <laughs> oh no, so embarrassing. Oh, no. Like, of course i was like i yeah i don't even know what to do with this i've been warned that when you come back like some ladies have because we fall a lot and if you fall like right on your butt or right yeah. on your like pelvic area it's normal to pee a little bit maybe that hasn't happened to me but yeah so so i totally beat my pants at derby practice did you get so. pee on her no okay so no it was not <laughs> i'm that. like imagining like <laughs> it was not that much pee like my <laughs> pants really were fine so okay i'm brushing up <laughs> it wasn't like puddle amounts it was just like it was like yeah i don't enough need to get to real embarrassing graphic. enough to be embarrassing but i could continue my night fine. okay yeah. okay so <laughs> that's great <laughs> that's my story oh i love it <laughs> classic mickey <clears throat> just kidding um my spilling of the wine I don't know how I'm gonna top that but my hair's falling out I'm just <laughs> just, laying I'm it just really losing my hair with this postpartum stuff and I'm sure a lot of you can relate I hope not but it apparently is normal um Anyway, so I just got a new pair of extensions. I used to wear extensions all the time anyway, and then I kind of stopped for a while, and and now I kind of don't have a choice because my hair is just falling out by the handful every time I wash it. So that's just remember that as we get into the story. So we went to a family 
um, outing with my in-laws for our Christmas celebration. And we went to this restaurant in Bellingham called Saltines. It's a new restaurant. Hmm. It's really amazing it's so cute the food is freaking delicious the app it's the atmosphere is really like really hip really trendy like you can tell they probably don't get a lot of babies in there um whenever we go out to eat Nora does great in restaurants I always wear her like in my boba wrap and so we walk in and my mother-in-law walks in first and she says we have a baby because you know there wasn't a lot of people in there the people in there were sitting around the bar And so, um, the woman walks up, I'm assuming that she was the owner, just that's the vibe she put off and she's like, Oh, well, congratulations. And she looks at me and she goes, does it stay in there or do you need like a seat? (laughs) I'm like, I'm already so overwhelmed. Like we just walked in and we announced we have a baby and now she just called my baby an it and like, (laughs) that's fine. But like, what do I, I'm like, no, she stays in here or whatever. It's fine. So then... We sit down and it was time for Nora to eat. So I pull out my cover and I'm, you know, feeding her. And it's already a little bit awkward because the waiter's like coming around taking our, you know, drink orders and everything. And I order wine and I don't know if people are going to judge me for that. And so then um, my mother in law is like taking some pictures and the same woman comes over and she's like, Oh, do you want me to take your family photo? (laughs) As I'm nursing Nora and I just kind of look at her, I'm like, Uh, maybe not right now like maybe in a little bit she's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry and she as if it's not bad enough she walks away behind me and pats my head now anybody who's worn extensions I don't know if you know this but you can feel them if you touch your head like you it's like you have huge lumps on your head and she didn't say anything about it and it's not, it doesn't seem as embarrassing now that I'm saying it as it did while I was living in that moment of like <laughs> all the things Horrible. that happened just with the same woman back to back to back. Um, and then later she came over and asked us if she wanted to, wanted us to turn the music down so that Nora could Aww. sleep. Like she was, she was so cute and considerate. And she said, oh, you can probably tell I've never had a baby. And um, it was really funny. But man, I just, I was, I was super embarrassed. Um but I let it go, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my moment. I feel like motherhood is just, like, a constant state of sweating. For me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. everything is so, like, embarrassing or stressful. And you're so worried about, you know, other people, like, judging you. Or if you're making yeah. people uncomfortable. Or disrupting other people's dinners or what like i i totally yeah i guess that, then yeah the yeah head, head touch thing the head touch thing was just i mean it's, it's i feel like it's like a bigger deal like just because i'm like self-conscious about my hair right now and then i'm like oh my gosh she just patted my head on top of everything else <laughs> you know but um yeah and just talking about making people feel uncomfortable like we went to breakfast a few weeks ago and i had nora in her boba wrap there too and i was trying to get her to sleep and you know i'm we're waiting you wait forever for breakfast in bellingham so it was like perfect i was like okay i can rock her to sleep while we're waiting and these two old men were just like kind of looking at us they're like oh she's so cute what's her name blah 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 and then one of the guys goes I remember those days. Don't you get so nervous when you take them out to a meal that you're afraid you're going to ruin somebody else's experience? And I'm just like, (laughs) well, I wasn't. (laughs) But now that you mention it, 
Yeah. So. I, now that my kids are a little older, I, we have gone out and there has been a woman sitting across the aisle and my kids are, I will say really well, really well behaved. I, I think mm-hmm. at least like watching other families, like we oh, don't, they them, are, we don't real. let them run around unless it's appropriate. Like they're pretty quiet. They get excited or whatever, but and they're polite they being and respectful. Good and they're, like, like we go, I like to take them out to eat. We kind of go out often ish. Um, so I know that they weren't being bad, but we were just getting the dirtiest looks from this older woman. And my attitude now is like, come say something. Mm-hmm. I freaking dare you to come say something about me taking my children out to eat. Yeah. Like, do it. And she didn't come over, thank goodness, because I'm really not confrontational. But yeah, I just feel like, I'm like total I'm mama bear mode. <laughs> I'm like, sure, if you want to if you wanna come uh, talk to me about it, go ahead. But they're not even doing anything wrong. Yeah. So it's like, you don't want to disrupt people but you have a life like just because you have a kid does not mean you have to stay in the house and if they're going out in public somewhere that allows kids get over it yeah like if you don't want to be here go to a bar or go to somewhere where people aren't gonna like necessarily have children at like there's places like that yeah yeah Yeah, especially if they're not like screaming and crying i have another thing too that i i almost forgot about but we went to this was the same night we went to this Christmas craft fair afterwards. Um, it's cold right now, okay? But it's freaking warm in the car. Nora doesn't like to be hot. You can't put coats on kids in their car seat. Mm-hmm. You can't... I can't put a hat on her in her car seat. She gets overheated. So we literally are walking from the parking lot to the craft fair. I have her in... I have her in this boba everywhere we go so i have her in the boba which you can cover their head so i have her head covered while we run inside really quick then it's warm inside so i uncover her head i fix her little bow and the woman who works there goes oh she's so cute what a cute little bow she should have a cute little hat on because it's so cold outside (laughs) and i just looked at her and i said well it's really warm in the car and i just walked away and i was fuming i was like are you kidding me lady so it's one thing to like outwardly give you advice, but when it's like passive aggressive, oh, mm-hmm. that's the worst. Yeah. Oh, like I'm being really nice, but also totally judging you as a mother. Mm-hmm. Like really. Yep. Oh yeah. The struggle, man. But <laughs> never understood it until now. Yep. Well, I think that's about all we have for tonight. Yep. Um, I think that's it. And um, one thing I wanted to remind you guys too. So, it was awesome that we had a DM on Instagram um, about a topic that somebody wanted us to talk about. So please feel free to do that. Uh, if you're not following us already, we are on Instagram at Boss Ladies and Babies. We post some fun stuff on there, some kind of like raw motherhood behind the scenes on our stories and just we so get real raw. Raw motherhood. <laughs> I've had to kind of self-reflect and be like, okay, I'm not always like a total hot mess shit show. I need to start like putting makeup on for these things because I feel like it's not all chaos. Sometimes I feel like that with yeah. just my kids' ages, but it's really life is not that that bad and crazy every moment of the day so. yeah but it's definitely fun to watch <laughs> <laughs> so definitely follow our instagram um and then if you want to follow my personal instagram for real estate it's at keeping it real estate 360 and my um personal blog lifestyle ish uh instagram is at fixer ups and sippy cups 
And you have your embroidery Instagram too. Yes, I do. And I have a work, um, a work embroidery one, which is, um, at Piper's designs and embroidery. Awesome. So check us out. And while you're listening to this podcast, give us a rate and a review. We would love to hear your feedback and we will see you guys probably next week sometime. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.